Hello world, you have found the Rad Rides podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Today's uh, episode is going to be brought to you by Guardians Angels. My buddy Captain in the Army, John Kelly, has uh, teamed up with these guys. He has used them. He has a dog from them. Uh, they are a uh, provide service dogs to veterans in need, guys with PTSD, guys that have gone overseas, seen trauma, have mobility issues, anything you can think of that would hinder someone going uh, from day to day life. These dogs they help out significantly. Uh, I know John. I have met his dog a few times. I know that he gets great joy in having him around and getting him through the day. And uh, it's just a great organization. After speaking with all of their management, uh, they provide these dogs to all these guys for absolutely zero money. Uh, it's all funded through donations, and it's something that I feel really strongly about. Uh, and uh, I have their links up on the website. You can go check it out. You can go through their whole entire website, read them all, read all about them, give them money. It's very good. Be an American and help out our troops in need. Uh, the second is going to be Help Hard. Uh, my buddy Sergeant James Bindle, uh, also a veteran, he ha has created an organization to assist vocational and technical students with tuition in the Southwest PA region. This goes hand in hand with what we talk about on this podcast all the time of working with your hands and not losing those skills uh, as you go through life. Uh, with everything being automated now, I think we, we've lost some of the carpenters and the HVAC and the, uh, the old school automotive guys. And we talk a little bit about that in today's podcast. Uh, but go on to the website again, go on to donations, click on his link, help hard, check him out. Uh, if you want to donate to me, 20% of everything that I make off of this is going to go straight to those guys right there uh, to help out some, some people in need. So go check it out, go give some money, uh, be a good American. So today's podcast, episode number two, we get Dougie out. Dougie's a good friend of mine. Dougie got into the car game. Dougie has worked very hard and owns his own marketing business and has afforded him to uh, buy and uh, work on quite a few uh, very nice rides. He brought out his 1970 Chevelle today. We told some really funny stories. Uh, he told me the one about when he first bought it. I think it's an awesome story. We also tell stories about me and him getting into a little bit of trouble, uh, but everything's all good. We had a great time. Doug's a great guy, uh, big personality, and uh, I really hope that uh, you uh, like the podcast. So without further ado, here is Dougie. That's right. All right. You got hey, you, you got to feed the talent. We live, baby. <laughs> We're live. We're we live. live. We live. Episode 2. I hear with my buddy Dougie. What's going on, Jay? Got Larry talking in talking the... crap in the background. <laughs> we got uh Dougie's 1970 Chevelle here amongst uh many other cars. Uh Dougie, how many cars you got in here, you think? Uh 2 4 6 8 about 10. But this is definitely my pride and joy. This, this is, is this uh, is my this is my baby. This is the one that uh, I come in. Everything else has dust on it and everything, but this one I always try to make sure I clean up, uh, keep shiny because I just love to come in here and look at it because it, it just uh, you know this is actually 
my first car I ever got. I, I've been fortunate oh, really? enough to get an, a lot of them. And actually, I it's, didn't know that. it's funny that Larry's here because, believe it or not, Larry found it. We found this really? thing in um, uh, New Braunfels. Uh, uh, it was uh, definitely come a long way, changed out a lot of things on it now. It's been completely redone uh, by my other buddy, Mo, which... You're yep. very aware, aware, aware yeah, of We're going to talk to him at some point this week <laughs> while I'm out here. But um, he's the mastermind behind actually a lot of my cars. He just finished up my 64 Impala, but uh, this is the one of the first ones he ended up doing for me. And like I said, this was my first car. We, we, were, we were searching. Uh, I kind of, Larry brought me into the classic car scene, and it was just more like, hey, man, you should get one, you should get one. And then it was just like, well, you have to figure out what you want. And, you know, I saw Dave's cars because Dave has a Chevelle and, sure. and he has uh, that Camaro at the time. And Marco had another Chevelle. A lot of the guys in, uh, with NKG had a lot of the cars and I was just awed by it. And I remember us all going to Austin. Yeah. And then just out there in the scene where everybody rides out there with their cars. And it was just you like. Caught the bug, man. Yeah, I caught the bug. I was just <laughs> like, man, which one do we, which one do I go with? It was yeah. like, you know, because you're like. You want to, the one you, the, your first one, you want to make sure it's just like, right. you're going to enjoy it because you don't know when you're going to be fortunate enough to get another one. Sure. So you want to make sure you get the right one. So, and look anyway, at you now. Yeah. Look at you now. You got uh, it, 10 cars in here. I'll tell you a funny story about when, we, when I got it. So, super excited. Larry found it. We're like, talk to the guy. It was at a little dealership out there in New Braunfels. And um, talked to the guy, negotiated, was able to get the pricing that we felt was fair. So I actually rented a car. I was like, hey, Larry, let's, let's go. Let's go pick it up. And we go out there and pick it up. Uh, got, uh, go out for a test drive. We were just sitting there, like, getting on it, you sure. know, getting it up to, like, 100, 110. <laughs> it's running awesome. So I'm, like, I'm talking about smile ear to ear, just excited. And then so do all the paperwork, get it out of there. We start heading back to Houston. And... Um, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I probably got on it a little bit more than I should have. So you drove. So you yeah, drove it back. I drove to Houston. it back to Houston. You're danger ride, yeah, man. Danger That's how ride. I like to ride yeah. in Pittsburgh too. I buy a car and I just ride it home. If yeah. it breaks down, oh, well. it breaks down. Well, here's, I here, it out, you here, know? here's what happened. So um, I end up uh, hauling at. We're hauling ass back and forth, back and forth, and Larry's behind me, and I'm just taking off, and I slow down, taking off. Anyways, in one of, one of those takeoffs, there was an 18 wheeler. We're on I-10 heading uh, uh, home and uh, I just took off and it hit 1, 105, 110. I think the speed, the speedometer is up to 120, if I'm not mistaken, mm -hmm. 120. And I was like, it was feeling so good. <laughs> I just kept pushing it. Sure. It got to the point where I, I had my foot all the way in it. It's all the way pegged out and I'm flying. And all of a sudden at that speed, boom. <laughs> <laughs> big old flame comes out of the hood oh the whole thing just boom and i'm talking about smoke everywhere larry afterward tells me dude when it when it popped because what ended up happening the engine popped mm -hmm. uh when it popped larry said there was so much smoke that all the other cars had to slow down because oh, it was just a big gosh. old white cloud of smoke so here i am you probably had coolant yes, coming out of it you yes had gas, i looked back everything. and there's just <laughs> everywhere and i'm like oh my god you know, so it was crazy because I was like, here it was. I found my, my dream car. I was excited. 
34 miles away uh, after buying it, heading home, blew out the engine. <laughs> so I was like, ah, oh. so that was how That's it fantastic. started. So I ended up having to, day one, put it in the shop, had to put a, uh, rebuild the whole entire engine. Uh, they, the, actually, the shop that I bought it from actually took it back in and they helped me get it all rebuilt. Uh, took about awesome. so what? So did you have a trailer, or how'd you get it yeah. back? Or did you no, have to uh, call somebody? We, well, because we were still so close to the uh, place where I bought it, they sent their tow truck to come pick it up, and they man, took it right look, back. A, man, that guy got a hell of a deal. Not only did he uh, <laughs> get a car that he sold, but he got it right back in the shop <laughs> yeah. like 15 minutes later for more work. A, a complete rebuild. A complete rebuild. <laughs> Yeah, like we just made some good money off of that guy, but he's coming in 30 minutes later for a rebuild. That's funny, man. That's funny. <laughs> so yeah, man. So this so, was the first out of everything, and, and might I add, we're out here in Cypress, Texas, right now. It's, uh, I guess, a, a kind of a beautiful end of summer day for for us here in Texas. It is nice and overcast <laughs> comparatively to when I did Dave's a few days ago. It the sun was beating down on us, man. It was so hot, I was sweating. I was drinking drinking beers like crazy. Today we're drinking Corona Lights Yeah, because uh, I went a little hard on the Modelo's last time. So, <laughs> Those Modelo's uh, will sneak up on you. Yeah, man. So, uh, But yeah, we're out here in Cypress, Texas. Uh, this is the where Dougie keeps a lot of his cars. I think you live like five minutes away from yeah, here. Yeah, I'm right down the street. I just wanted to find, you know, one of the biggest things, and 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 I got it, I, I kind of went all in when I got into this. I ended up buying a whole mo a lot more than I anticipated. But one of my biggest things is I wanted something close to home because the last thing you want is to have all these nice cars and never get the opportunity to sure. ride them because, oh, it's too far out of the way to go pick one up. Right. Here, I'm five minutes down the road. Usually I'll come in, I'll park my daily driver, I'll jump in one of them and take off and just enjoy the day, especially when the day's nice. Yeah. Down here in Texas, <laughs> it's a little different than Pittsburgh. Hey, man, you're, when our you're, days are nice, we, we like to enjoy Your prime time driving season is coming up, man. Yes. Mine is ending in Pittsburgh. Yours is beginning. The man. worm is a turn in, my friends. I'm going to be putting mine away for the winter time and uh, starting to work on stuff while you guys are going to be taking yours out, riding with yes. no AC. No, no, no. Like we're, we're, we're excited because <laughs> when you get that cool weather and you actually can roll with the windows down and you're not sweating your butt off and and you're not worried about any of your classics overheating while you're enjoying them mm -hmm. <laughs> you know sure. cars run so much better with the cool weather you sure. know when it's nice and cool it's just like they perform so much yeah. better and the, you really get to enjoy what 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 they are so yeah for sure definitely man. looking forward to that so part what do you do on a daily basis because uh this uh you know this whole podcast is behind dudes that have regular jobs you know what i mean that uh, have know, worked worked hard to to build their classics correct, up and build correct, their collection correct. and things like you that you know so. what i've been in the um communications industry for a while probably about 25 years um uh, about six seven years ago i decided to open up my own shop where what we do is we do a lot of marketing uh, and sales for companies like AT&T, Verizon. Nice. Uh, we, we handle a lot of their marketing campaigns. Awesome. And, and what we do for them is, um, for example, with AT&T, which is my biggest client, um, if they have like a big internet campaign here in Houston, mm -hmm. they'll come to me and say, hey, Doug, this is where we need to build, build awareness. And I'll send it. I have a team of about 15, 20 people out here and I'll just send them out and we'll do events for them. Uh, we'll handle a lot of their their printing stuff and, sure. and, and just their outreach, yeah. just just building awareness for them. So that's kind of what I do on a on a day on a daily basis. So, you know, I I I, I um, fortunately am not mechanically inclined enough to where <laughs> I can take one apart and put it back together. But luckily, but through you know the people like. that we know, but you know uh, what you like, yeah, through the people that we know, uh, uh, there's definitely some masterminds down there down here that that definitely can 
put them together yeah. very and nicely. You enjoy, and you enjoy driving it, and that's exactly. the thing, too. Yeah. And, you know, that, one of my biggest things, you know, I always see one of the big horror stories you unfortunately hear behind the classic car scene is, oh, you can never find a reliable person to work on them, and then if something goes down, you're waiting six months to a year to get it back up and running. Or something becomes a project and just sits in the garage and you sure. never get to enjoy it. My biggest thing is like, I have a nine-year-old uh, and I was like, I want to jump in the car with my son, mm -hmm. go out for a cruise and not worry that we're going to be stranded on the side of yeah, the road. So sure. I, I definitely like to keep my cars up to par as far as them running, you know, in top-notch top, top notch, uh, conditions and stuff like that. And I like to just get in it and enjoy the good few days of weather that we get down here in Houston because... <laughs> There's not very many of them. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. So let's talk a little bit about uh, the Chevelle here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we talked about how you got it and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, what did it look like when you first got it? Did it was it you, this black color? What, you, you know, the, the the color is original. Uh, well, the the uh, original setup, but it's exactly how I got it. The big things that I've done to it is uh, redid the bumpers, made those all black, and then uh, did the wheels. It's a three-piece wheel that we ordered. Mm -hmm. uh, it took about eight. It's crazy because I didn't ever. I, I was so used to going to discount tires, ordering a, a set of wheels, and driving off with them the same day. Sure. These things took like almost 12 weeks for them to come in. So you're sitting there with anticipation, like, man. Yeah. And then the bad thing about it is you don't even know if they're gonna fit or not. Right. You, you just kind of like hope that they're gonna yeah. work out. And actually, funny part is the back end ended up. That's actually how it ended up getting rebuilt. Mm -hmm. It started with the wheels. Okay. I ended up getting the wheels. How big are these wheels? There's some uh, big meats on the back yeah, of this right here. It's a uh, 20 by uh, 10. Well, no, okay. actually, this is a 12 okay. in the back. And then uh, what ended up happening was that um, uh, it didn't fit. Yeah. It was too tight. Okay. Because my rear end was too long. Yep. Too so I ended up, I got with Mo, and hey, we're going to go with a four nine inch, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, a rear end, yep, and so it down. narrow it down so that the wheel can actually tuck and sit the way I wanted yep. it. So that started, and then after that, we ended up doing pulleys. We ended up doing valve covers. We ended up redoing the wiring. We added vintage air. We sure. ended up doing Bluetooth radio, a sound system. You know, you have to have jams when you're riding around. Yeah, yeah. Um, so a lot, I know a lot of people are going to ask, because that's always the way I, on Instagram uh -huh. and anything like that is, uh -huh. did you have to tub the rear end to get these big? No. No, that's, you know, see, once that's great. that yeah, once I once I did the 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 rear end, luckily it it was able to tuck in and sit exactly how I wanted it. Does it, it rub so at I, all? Or? No, not at all, not at all. You know, I, I've had up to three three people in there. No, no issues. Well, I'm sure a lot of people are going to be asking the specs on those wheels because that's yeah. always <laughs> what happens, right? Someone sees what they like and they're like, "What's the spec on the wheel?" You know, and then you gotta run through it and say, hey, man, it's not a, uh, you know, grab-and-go kind of deal. You know, yeah, you no, you have to, unfortunately, these are something I had to custom order because, like I said, it's not something you can just go pick up off the shelf. Sure. I wish it was that easy because then <laughs> I'll probably change them out a lot more often, but yeah, no, uh, sure. because you have to wait for them. But, but even if I could, I guess, right now, I'm at, I'm at a point where I'm 100% happy on the stance, how it looks, how it performs. You know, I've had people saying, you've done so much work and, Put so much money into it a lot of people sometimes ask why not ls it sure uh you know it's a 454 yeah. in it and i was like you know what i would the only thing i did was uh we efi'd it uh, -huh. uh yeah so you got the fuel injection yeah, in there yeah, which, which setup did you go with uh we went with uh the uh uh fabtech okay yeah fitech yeah five fitech i'm sorry yep. uh, no is is it the, i think this one did the because i know we did holly on the other one no the snapper 
The sniper? Oh, it? the sniper, yeah. 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 So I have the Terminator, so I have the one before this. Yeah, this one on This one Nova. actually got the sniper yeah. EFI, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did that. You got I, so many cars you can't remember I can't. what you did, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> but you know what? Actually, um, ever since that, though, I love yeah. the fact that you can get in it, yep. turn it on, and never any issues. No problems, right? No problems at all. Yeah. And it runs so much... In my opinion, it runs so much better. Now. Yeah, it, it does. It's so reliable. It, it's it's just a true. It, it's almost like a daily now. I, yeah. Get in and go. Yeah. I can leave this thing as long as I keep it on a maintainer to make sure that the battery doesn't die out. I can leave this thing sitting sometimes three, four, five, uh, three, four months at a time. Wow. Get in there, turn it on. Wow. Good to go. Wow. Yeah. yeah no I mean, I put the uh, the, the first gen um, Terminator on mine, okay. and they didn't really have all the bugs quite worked out of it. Mm -hmm. So I have a big cam in my Nova, and uh, like you said, it starts up every time, no problem, runs fine, but it doesn't like that lumpy cam. Now I, I don't know if you have an upgraded cam in yours or mm -hmm. anything like that, but I'm sure you do. But I got a huge one. The guy mm -hmm. drag raced it before, and I kept oh, the drag racing wow, motor. Okay. So it, it's a little hit or miss. You can see the map trying to find itself. And even talking to Holly, they said, hey, you know, man, big cams like that, it's not really made for it. For so, it, yeah. You know, if you, you're under a certain spec, everything runs fine. But you're right, though, man. You, you get in that thing, and it turns on every time. You know what I mean? No problems. You never have to worry and that's about just, it. And it's just an awesome feeling when you can get yeah. into it and just know that it's going to crank up just like your, your right. daily drivers nowadays, all yeah. the modern cars now. And I go back and forth because, I mean, when I first got into this, I had a Chevelle, a, a 70. I still have it. And I wanted to keep it all original. I wanted to keep the carburetor. I like the old school stuff because, you know, I, I felt like it worked. But, man, the new stuff nowadays, you know, I mean, it's, it's so nice. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you can't beat a, a computer that's in there tuning for you on the fly. On you the know? fly, yes. Yeah, uh, you, regardless of what temperature well, is outside and humidity <laughs> and everything like that. Uh, I mean, there's just, it, it's crazy. Uh, exactly. And I never believed in it, uh, you know, before, uh, before I got one of those. And okay, then, uh, well, you know, you have your, your, your mixed feelings on, on mm -hmm. the matter where some guys are like, no, you got to keep everything original unless yeah. uh, you have to keep it carbureted. Oh, and, yeah. and there's some guys that are like, you know what? I decided to, you know, EFI it, and ever since then, I've I've loved it, and I'm one of yeah. those guys. I, I've, I've I'm I'm ex I'm actually very happy that I ended up making that decision because, ever since then, I've I've had it that way. Now, um, I have a few that still are carbureted, and I'm perfectly fine with those. But this particular one, the way it performs and the way it rides, I'm extremely happy how it kind of all. So came so together. the motor, it's an iron block 454 mm -hmm. iron block heads, iron mm -hmm. heads. Mm -hmm. So it's all old school. Just all oh, you cool. did was the 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 new school EFI. EFI, on it. and that's it. Yeah, of and course. a nice front front yeah. runner kit too. Correct. With AC, of course. With, uh, of course. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't forget the AC. That's very important out here in, in in Texas. So so you know Dave. You know he always taught me that uh, you know you're not a true hot rodder until you ride with no AC. So I rode with no AC for a very long time. And then uh, this uh, the truck actually I bought from you the '59 Apache is the first old car I had AC in. Man, Which I'm upset know. with I you. Told Dave it's I'm be upset hard to with back. you bringing this thing by here right now because I'm looking at it right now and this thing looks beautiful. I'm, I'm I'm upset that I let this one go. Yeah, you can daily drive that thing, man. It's awesome. It's awesome. But I, I, I mean, I. My Chevelle I'm rebuilding right now. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have vintage air in it because it's just you know. It's a, like I said. It's I, I know it's a hey. You gotta roll the windows down sure. and really enjoy it <laughs> and and sweat it out. <laughs> but you know what? It's so nice, especially sometimes when you unfortunately get stuck in traffic and yeah. things like that. 
to be able to crank or, on that AC. And, or if you want to take your lady out, you know what I mean? Jen have, doesn't want to be sweating all you, when she gets there, her you, hair's all jacked up. You, you know, know what? what I mean? it, it's, it's amazing because whenever they do want to go out, it's like they, they actually I've had it to where it's like, why can't we go out in the classic? I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Why not? Sure. You know, so yeah. it's like. And it's good to have the AC. And like I yeah. said, I well, it's a head turner. You get to park it in front every time because that's where everybody wants yes. it. Everybody yes. wants that that marketing, that advertising in the front of their yes. restaurant or every, yes. anywhere. So, uh, you know, I have an old old '66 F100 as well, and uh, we pulled up to a real nice place, and they had a bunch of nice Mercedes and uh, mm -hmm. uh, Ferrari sitting out front. I'll be damned if a guy moved the Mercedes to put my old 1966 farm <laughs> truck out right in front. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I'm fortunate enough to be an exotic car owner. I, sure. I, I have a Lamborghini Aventador. Yeah. And I, it's just I, gorgeous. It's just right behind this one. Yes. I, I'm, I'm surprised that I'll take that thing out, you know, here and there. But I'll get maybe one or two thumbs up. Sure. When I drive my Chevelle. Anywhere. If I'm at a yeah. stoplight, I'm getting at least three or four thumbs up at yeah. every stoplight. Well, I mean, there's uh, and, and there's an association the with the yeah. two different cars, yeah. right? Yeah. You associate a certain person with the Lamborghini. Yeah. You associate yeah. a certain person with a 1970 Chevelle. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, exactly. Uh, you know, which is great. I mean, I love all cars. I, I, I love them all. I, I don't care what you have uh, as long as it's got four wheels, even three or two. Exactly, man, right? <laughs> I, I, I love them all. So, yeah. Uh, no, it, it, to me, it's, it's crazy. Like I said, yeah, a lot of people can appreciate them and admire them and, sure. and like i said yeah you'll be out there pumping gas and everybody comes out and they want to know and they want to hear you uh, turn it on and rev yep. it up and oh yeah and, and you see the smile on their face i guess it's just that that nostalgic feeling you're like man that yeah. thing sounds so good well everybody used to have one back in the day yeah you know i mean exactly. that's the thing you know exactly it, it, i mean trucks uh cars you know even th this 59 right here my grandma asked me every time she sees it what uh -huh. year it was because uh she said back in the day uh, women weren't supposed to be riding in pickup trucks. Oh, in the really? 50s. Okay. So she's like, we were forbidden to be riding in pickup trucks. Yeah. So she likes going for rides in that because she's never ridden one. And it there takes you go. Back, That's you know? awesome. So, it, it brings them back. Yeah. yeah. It allows them to kind of reminisce a little bit yeah. and and re remember and reminisce on the good old times. For sure. For sure. Yeah. So what else have you done to upgrade? I see you got a, a nice Willwood uh, uh, brake kit. Yes. You stop yes. All front, tower, front, right? front and back. Yeah. When, when we did the EFI, you know, we were like, hey, you know, let's go ahead and do. Like I said, when it started with the rear end, we ended up just, Mo ended up just taking it all apart. It, it, it was funny. One day I go, uh, for a while there, he was doing some of the work in the back of his old place. And I show up and I'm talking about, he had the engine out. He had my car, <laughs> my, my seats out. He had my dash out. It was just a shell. And I'm all like what i was like <laughs> i was like this is not what i brought you I'm like, <laughs> I'm like are you gonna be able to put it back together and he's like nah don't worry about it we're gonna get it back. and crazy enough you know he it, it turned out exactly what i how i wanted but yeah. that, that, that day i walked back there i was like i was kind of scared a little bit i'm not gonna yeah. lie i was like uh this is not my car <laughs> well i can tell you it is it's one of the most sorted and complete finished muscle cars I've ever ridden in and I've ever seen. You know, usually it's like, oh, I forgot a headliner or, hey, I want to do this to it or, hey, you know, you got to like jiggle the key this way mm -hmm. and, you know, pull your tongue this way yeah. and put your left left foot out. Yes, yeah, so all up, the little you know kinks I mean? that a lot of them have. All the yeah. little kinks, yeah, exactly. And I think uh, no, no, he, he this literally, one is well sorted. Yeah, I mean, he literally brought it down to where the frame was just sitting on blocks in his, in his room in the back of his house. Sure. And... He slowly just went from 
front to back, just mm -hmm. putting it all together, making sure details went into everything. Like my headlights stay on for two minutes yep. after I turn it off. So you, if you're and what, what kind of headlights are these? Because these are awesome. Uh, you know what? They're, actually, they're, they're I ended not up, stock for sure. Yeah. No, I ended up. We were having a problem with fitment. You know, the right the, the right fitment. Mm -hmm. These actually uh, are off of a motorcycle. They're, I think they're for Harley's. Okay. And because you, I wanted the four to match. Right. So we ended up finding them through this place that Mo found online, and uh, yeah, they, they're awesome. I, I ended up liking the halos around them, just kind of like the modern cars have. Yeah. And uh, they worked out real great. Yeah. But yeah, he he. He did. He went into so much detail as, like I said, making sure that they stay on for I think a minute and a half. If you're so, you park somewhere in the dark, mm -hmm. you still have access to have your lights so on while like you walk. It's like a new car, right? I mean, that's yeah, just a new it, car it has all right the now. modern feel to it, I guess, in a sense. So yeah, we did the headlights. Uh, like I said, it, vintage air. Uh, he he, new carpet. We dynoed all the inside to make sure mm -hmm. that the sound, you know, built that sound it's nice barrier. And yeah, right? you don't get that. Sometimes I remember when I first had it before he went through all of it, I felt a little bit of the heat coming mm -hmm. from from. That's all, yeah. yeah that's all those old from the cars, front, yeah. and right from the bottom of the dash. But now, none of that. It, you, it's even quieter. You can literally close the doors. It's nice and quiet when you're riding around. Because yeah. probably he take conference through. calls in there if you yeah. had to for work. Yeah, he, he he even installed the Bluetooth to where I have a little <laughs> mic and I can actually talk on the phone while I'm driving. That's crazy, so, man. Yeah, he he did it right. I'm, I'm, it's a businessman's hot rod. Yeah, you there you go. In there tuxedo you go. black, so it, it always looks exactly, good. Exactly right. I mean? It kind of fits fits yeah, yeah. fits the. The, the the role there yeah. a little bit and I, I think you got a good mix of the chrome and the black on the car it all goes well you know the the bumper's been blacked out uh but you kept the chrome trim around the you know the headlights correct, which is correct. beautiful you know correct and uh around the grill you know some some people the moldings, do the yeah. whole like i think it's called murdered out to sure. where it's just completely all black i still like a little bit of the touches yeah. i didn't want to have excessive amount of chrome but i did like some of the touches on right. it still so I kept, yeah, like, like you know, some of the, like you said, the bezels around the lights, the yeah. mirrors are still chromed out, and, and the trim around the windows. Yeah. Well, it so. flows into the interior as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it flows, it's, like, super nice in there. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you have, uh, obviously, a black interior. It looks pretty stock. Yeah. You know no, what I no, mean? As, as far as, as the goes, interior goes, besides doing the modern touches to the... Right. Uh, to the, the of course the Bluetooth radio and then uh, the Vintage Air. Right. Uh, we did we did go with the Dakota digital gauges. Mm -hmm. um, but but as far stock, as if you're if you didn't know and yeah. you were just passing by the car, it looks they look bone stock. Dakota's come a long way because uh, yeah they they truly do make the gauges look like 100 percent stock. Yeah. And, and like you said, yeah, unless you were really paying attention or you actually see it turned on, you would think they're original gauges. So. Right. Besides that, like I said, everything else is. I kept, I, like I said, I still wanted to have that feel of like old school, original, sure. and I think we kind of captured that a yeah, little bit. For sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's got the bucket seats. Yep. So, uh, and the buckets have all the little chrome trim around them yep. like they're supposed to. Uh, beautiful black vinyl. Got the horseshoe shifter, yep. which everybody wants. Yep. I on my uh, my Malibu, yeah. I have a column shifter, yeah. which I like. It's old school. It's grainy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you're gonna have a big block, yeah. And I mean, put down some, some exactly. Good power, you want to have, have the that, horseshoe. Yeah. You know I agree. I mean? You gotta have the horseshoe. I agree. So uh, and you got um, uh, what do you have? You have a secret audio set up for your your tunes or? Yeah. Because it looks it looks stock, but. It's it, it's kind of that uh, vent yeah I, I don't know uh, retro sound I think retro it's sound okay I believe that's what it's called yeah retro sound and it's cool because it gives you radio Bluetooth um, 
you can do the auxiliary ports and all that still to, to, to it. But the thing that I love the most of it is it still has the original right. old school look to it. Right. Just like the gauges, it, it was all about keeping it all. And even Vintage Air, I think, did a great job in how they did their setup because you see the Vintage Air logo on there. But right. other than that, if you take that off, it kind of looks You'd never know. Yeah. You, know, you would never know this thing we had Vintage Air. You would never know. You know, you think it was just original AC car. Yeah, you know? for sure. So for I was sure. very happy the way all of that kind of came together and, and, and the detail that went into putting it all together. Yeah, like I said, it, it looks, looks, if you were not in the car scene and just walked up to this car and looked on the interior, you would say, it looks like a pretty stock car. Yeah, you know all original. I mean? yeah. But, it, uh, <laughs> but it definitely has its little touches. I mean, down to uh, the little uh, emblems in the, uh, in the seats and in the doors, which my mom, when, I, when my Chevelle burned up, uh -huh. she's like, whatever you do, when you put it back together, make sure you get those little emblems yeah. on the doors and on the seats. That was my yeah. favorite part of the whole car. So yeah. and I think it you know it sets it off a little bit. Yeah, you know it, I mean? it's it's the, it gives it that original feel and, sure. and 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 when you you look at it, like I said, a lot of people that look at it are like, man, this thing is pretty stock. I'm like, yeah, it looks pretty stock, but it actually <laughs> isn't. But 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 it still gives the vibe of it, and I like that. You right. Know, I do like the fact that it it does still have that feel yeah. for it. And the glass is all perfect, no scratches on it. I yeah. mean, like I said, it, it's a it's a sorted car. It, yeah. it, it's the most sorted Chevelle that. I think I've ever, you know, ridden in and been in and seen. I mean, it's just, it's perfect. It's all there. You know? I appreciate it. Yeah, like man. I said, it's definitely my pride and joy. And, yeah. I, and, and I enjoy her and, and I love driving her and riding around. And you like and, that sound right there. Yeah. See, that's the sound that no one can beat right there. Yeah. You know, is that yeah. thing closing like that. <laughs> you know, so what you kind know, of... What kind of sound system you got in this? Uh, I ended up going with uh, 2J Audio 10. Okay. Yeah. It's... Right. Uh, it, it, Believe it or not, the trunk is so big on this thing, you can go 12s, 15s, sure. whatever you want. But I didn't want to take up too much of the trunk space, right. so I ended up having a custom box built to where it sits pretty well in there. And uh, Mo did a good job of building this uh, custom kind of metal piece that kind of almost ties to the back of the seat. And uh, he actually, one of the biggest issues that I was having that I hated on it was um, the 6x9s that sit back on this back okay. back panel yep. here. Um and for those who don't know, there's a package tray that sits right behind the rear seat. Correct. And back in the day, you could get uh, a flat one that had little perforations in it. Correct. And it would hide the speakers back it. behind it. Yeah. And then sometimes people go all out and they put the speakers on top and they're a little gaudy. But these ones right here match the rest of the car. Because it even, you know the trim I mean? level the on trim, it and everything. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know what? They originally had some different ones on there. And one of the biggest issues that I had is when you were actually listening to music, the whole thing would like vibrate and rattle. And I, right. I'm, I'm, I was like, oh, I, I got to fix that. So Mo did a great job of actually doing like a metal plate underneath there oh, to okay. kind of like stabilize the whole right. thing. And, and now none of that. Can't hear yeah, you can't feel that rattle or that. So he kind of tied that in. Then he did like another L-shaped metal plate on the back. And that's actually where he mounted my amps and everything. And then that so it gives all it some nice into, bracing yeah. so it's not that thin yeah. sheet metal just exactly because it wasn't made for uh well it was made for 1970s technology which was paper speaker exactly and, it wasn't you know, made for two tens in the bag AM radio. <laughs> <laughs> so no but uh they did a good job in bracing all that down and and uh like i said we dynoed the whole entire uh trunk and and all the the the, the lid of the trunk and all that to make sure that you don't hear all that rattle or right. any of that so yeah, a lot of detail went into it and a lot of hours of of uh, Mo's hard work of sure. going into making sure that every little nook and crack, you know, every little crack and yep. little thing that he saw got covered up to where it's completely 
pretty soundproof in yeah. there. Yeah. So. so what do you think if someone if some guy wanted to try to replicate this car and build this same car without uh, you know if they wanted to build it in their garage by themselves, what do you think you got in this with the car and everything? Uh, what I personally have in it is probably. I would say probably between 80 and 90. Wow. Yeah. You got a good amount in yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, because uh, uh, the car, I bought it, and then I did the wheels, and then I, I've done a lot of engine stuff to it. The, you know, the, yeah. the, like I said, when Mo rebuilt it, he literally rebuilt it from the ground up. Yeah. Like I said, he took it down to where it was just a shell, and yep. he put it all back together meticulously with every little detail being paid attention to, anywhere from the fans to the wiring to the lights to he redid the harness i think two or three times to make sure everything worked perfectly right. interior lights he made sure there's even like accent lighting underneath the seats when you open the door at night to where you know like i said it has it a feel of a brand new, a of, brand of a car. modern car yeah exactly. so that's why it's probably about 80 or 90 and believe it or not, it's crazy because uh, i have a guy here where i store my car that actually does uh detail and he does cut and buffing he does ceramic coating and um uh, it's American Detail. It's, 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 that's the name of the place. It's right here. They're, they're great people. They do Lamborghinis, Ferraris, classic cars. But every time I, have, I take my car in there, uh, he puts it in his... Uh, he said the first time he did it, when he did the ceramic coating on it, um, he had it in the showroom, and uh -huh. he sends me a bunch of pictures of it sitting there. And he's <laughs> like, look marketing how, piece yeah. now. He goes, this is how good this looks in here. He goes, I actually had my wife come in, and I told her this is what I wanted, and she gave me the green light to offer you, <laughs> offer you to just leave it here, and I would, right. get, I would write. She gave me a blank check to to, to try to buy it oh, off of you. Oh man! And he gave me a pretty good offer to where right. I'm gonna be honest with you. It was just like right. I had to, I hesitated for about thirty seconds, thinking like, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But thought about you it. You know what? I thought about it, but I was like, nah. I was like, it's your first one, man. This is my first one. Too much went into it. It's exactly how I want it to yes. be. And for me to find another one and to get it to this level, it would take me right. a year plus or more. And, and I you got to go through the headache of yeah. doing it all again and everything. I couldn't be know. without it. So I was like, you yeah. know what? I appreciate the offer. It, it, you it's, see, folks, this yeah. is why when people ask ridiculous money online for their cars, this is what goes into yes, it. it. This is. is why it's so much money. There's so many times I, I get on Instagram yeah. on some of these, uh, some of these uh, sites that are, are selling cars yeah. and guys are asking you know, ridiculous money. Guys, this is what goes into it. Yeah. I mean, everything's sorted. When you see, you know, trucks and, and Chevelles that are going for, you know, 70, 80, 90 grand, mm -hmm. this is why. Yeah. They're, they're done. They're not, oh, it needs a little of this. It needs a little of that. Attention here, attention there. It's got a scratch here. It's got, no, man, this is done. Yeah, you know? and, and the Get thing is, drive it. it's the attention to detail, mm -hmm. to have it done exactly how you want it, to have it riding exactly how you want it, and to have it looking exactly the way you want it, it's so hard to come by that that's why those those prices that you see are justified because right. of that. You know, you're not going to be able to go just pick one off off the lot and have it looking and sounding and riding the way you want it. And right. this is built to the way you want it. And that's why people take a yeah. lot of pride and joy in what they have. And when they put their prices on there, they're proud of them. And, <laughs> and they have every right. because they really don't want to they, sell it. Yeah, you know? yeah. They're all like, unless you talk me out of it, which this is the number it's going to take to talk me out of it, I'm going to keep it. And that's the reason yeah. why most of them have to do it. So though. all you want to be ballers on Instagram and Facebook who are trashing everybody's car <laughs> saying, why are you asking that crazy price? Listen to this. This entire podcast is why you need to know yes. why stuff like that costs that and, much money. And it's justifiable. It's justifiable. Absolutely. And the thing is, 
you can find someone that can go work on your 2015, 2020 Audi, Porsche, Honda, Toyota, whatever you have mm -hmm. that you enjoy. You can find those probably in every corner. Mm -hmm. You will have a hard time finding a good quality person that can actually work on your classic and do the quality work that you expected in order for it to turn out the way you want it. Yeah. It, it's hard to come by. It really is. Yeah. So. Yeah. And this is coming from a guy who knows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what got you, so this was your first one. Yeah. What got you into classic cars and custom cars? What did you have before this? Was this your, your very first like really nice one that you bought? Or yeah, this did you is have my some first, other stuff before this? This is my first classic. Okay. Uh, I've always been into cars. You want another cars. beer, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, take it, man. Go. This Texas weather, we got to enjoy them. Yep. Uh, you know what? I've always been a car guy. I've always, my, my, my mom a long time ago said, you're probably going to end up working at a car dealership or something. <laughs> you're always buying and selling or buying more than you need. And uh, it, it, I was like, I remember working my ass off to save up. And I always had, and I always had to have that feeling where I had to have at least two of them. I had a, I remember I had a little Toyota Tacoma. Okay. And I had a Honda the Del Sol. truck days. Yeah. And I had a little Honda Del Sol that <laughs> I had to have two or something. And, and uh, even my little Del Sol, I had to have a system and the exhaust and everything. And back in the days, you know, when I was what young. What did the Del Sol have? Yeah. Did, did you swap it or did you keep the, the old the old school motor? Yeah, no, I know that, that, that VTEC engine yeah. in it. Yes. <laughs> I used to run, run that little thing. Mm -hmm. But it was it was fun. But, but it was always like I was either either doing... A, a wheel package or an interior or adding trim level it was just always about customizing it to right. look how you wanted it to look you know so i've always enjoyed vehicles cars have always been my thing it's always been very appealing to me uh now getting older you know i've been very fortunate and blessed to be able to afford some of the nicer things so like i said i have a couple of exotics that i enjoy but as much as I enjoy my exotics, it's nice to take out my Lamborghini every now and then. But you know what? You're always worried about somebody's going to hit or something, sure. I, which I do still with my Chevelle too. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just a whole different feeling. Right. I, I, I When I drive my Chevelle, it feels so good. I was like, I feel the power. I feel the, it just feels so good. It's mechanical. And exactly. You know? Exactly. And the, and, and the Lamborghini or my Porsche or whatever, I get in it and it's like, yeah, everything auto. It feels auto kind of a video game. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> everything auto adjusts and everything. It feels good. The comfort is nice, but yeah. it, it's just a night and day difference in the feeling from the old school to the new school. And, and I prefer the old school, you know? Yeah. That's why I have two exotic and uh, 10 classics. <laughs> <laughs> and so you got a, a bunch lined up here. Uh, so I, I have the 70 Chevelle, that, I got my yep. 64 Impala, uh, 54 Bel Air, 55 F100, 62 C10, 56 GMC, I have a 63 Nova, I have another 54 So we got a Bel -Air. really interesting story about that yeah. 63 Nova. Oh yes, yeah, you were part, yeah, you were part <laughs> of it. So Dougie and I, <laughs> go ahead. We were at, I'll let uh, you tell Lone, it. <laughs> Lone Star Roundup. Yes. Uh, not last, not this year because it was canceled this year because of COVID. The year before, yes. But the year before, and uh, it was me in the front seat and the passenger. Doug was driving, and uh, our buddy Marco was in the back. And fortunately, Marco had a camera that we. There, uh, there's a recording of it, believe it or a, not. There's a recording. And maybe I'll put it up on the. Uh, maybe I'll put it up on Instagram so people can see it. But um, you have a Cadillac drivetrain in that, right? Cadillac yeah, CTSV, yeah, yeah. Uh, drivetrain yeah. in a '64 Nova, which is bananas for as light as that car is. Yes. I mean, that is. Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. So we were uh, we were out hot riding with a bunch of our buddies. We were all riding, and. Um, 
uh, one of our buddies has an old uh, yeoman wagon. <laughs> the hippo. It's just a dog. We call it the hippo because it's so slow. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it's just a dog of a dog of a car, but it's so it's so beautiful yeah. in its own way. Yeah. And so, anyways, he uh, we were joking with each other, and you can see it in the video. We were joking with each other if we wanted to race. And so uh, we both took off, and Dougie was kind of, you know, eighth of a throttle, you know, messing with him. And then all of a sudden, you punch it, and you hear the, the supercharger kick in and everything. Yeah, the winding. And the rear end kicked out from, by, uh, from uh, underneath, underneath us. us. Yep. And we went for uh, a hell of a ride up on the curb. Did a 180 after we hit the curve, hit the air. Yeah. Fortunately, didn't. We, we, we were airborne there for a we little bit. We were airborne. Yep. Fortunately, did not... Uh, did not get hurt, didn't roll it or anything like that. The only thing that was hurt was the uh, the front suspension and the oil pan had a huge mm -hmm. hole in it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, we had a good laugh about yeah. it. At the time, it was like scary for like two seconds. Yeah. And uh, after that, it was kind of funny. So. Let's jump in the other one and keep going. Let's keep partying. <laughs> I think you jumped in this <laughs> yes. one, actually. We, yeah, we jumped in the Chevelle and kept partying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, maybe I'll maybe I'll throw that up there. Uh, uh, Jen doesn't know that story, so I think it's long enough away where she can't really get <laughs> mad at me for it. You know, <laughs> it's definitely not one of my proudest moments, but hey, you know, I mean, it was a good time. Charged. It was and a good time. You can hear the supercharger kick in on the yes. video too. And, yes. You know, when we stopped, you know, I, mean, I think Dougie I, was it was I'll, pretty funny. I mean, it was. I'll funny. tell you what, that thing is. Uh, even prior to unfortunately that unfortunate is that that thing is scary man because like you said it's it's such a lightweight car mm -hmm. with that much power uh i remember just riding it down you know here where we we're at now 99 is a pretty open highway where we can kind of like just open things up and i got on it a couple of times to where i was like wow this thing mm -hmm. is this thing moves yeah you know so yeah but not actually that's one of the ones we're working on getting restored right now getting it put back together making sure we get it back into you know back on the road getting it getting it running running right because it took a little spill but we're getting it right we're, yeah. gonna make, we're gonna bring it back stronger than ever uh we're gonna <laughs> have to have another race uh, yeah in case you want to buy that the hippo the the nova killer is what we call it now the nova uh, killer he, he took out you the, buy the hippo it, took uh, out the nova the price has gone up because uh, it beat a really <laughs> it has a couple it has a couple of good victories under its belt now so <laughs> Yeah, the pricing has definitely increased on it. Hit Not up Mario you. if you want it, man, because uh, he's, uh, he's real proud of it. Yeah, so. he's proud of it. <laughs> Actually, I think Mario is a proud owner of the 62 because I think we were racing for slips that day. I think we were racing for slips. So he did, that's right. We did race for pink slips. I totally forgot about that part of the story. We did race for pink slips. He did win. So, I mean, really, when that car's done. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to just go hand it over. Yeah, you're I'm like Paul Walker handing it over. Yeah, to I, I own a nine-second car, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny man that's funny so but uh no nah, man gorgeous chevelle um, appreciate it anything you would change on this car you know what would you rebuild would you do anything different or is there is there upgrades planned for it at maybe in 10 15 years or anything like that you know what the only thing oh here we go you know, like i said people say are you gonna ls no no ls maybe like an lsa or a twin turbo sure no i i, I love the way it sounds it, 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 that 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 carbureted smell. I mean that that it's not carbureted, but that yeah. that old school smell. That mm -hmm. that that the fume. Kind of a little bit of an yeah. oil smell yes, when yes. it kind of burns off and everything. Yes, you know? man. I, I I can't. You can't beat it. I have a few of my classics do have LSs in them, and, and it, it just it's, it's just second to none. The, yeah. the, the the sound, the 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 feel, the the, the pedal, everything. It just I, I I love it. So I think this one's gonna stay pretty pretty put on the way it is, unless. 
maybe a wheel upgrade in the future, maybe. Okay. But what are you looking uh, at? What are you looking at? Maybe, maybe something with like a, a a polished lip. Okay. Maybe break up the black a little break bit. Break up the black because right now they're all black on black on black. Mm -hmm. But maybe that. But other than that, I really don't foresee anything crazy. Uh, like I said, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with how it looks and how it sounds and how it performs. More importantly, and 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 it. And it and rides so magnificent. Yeah, for sure. You know, just so great. So, yeah. so you do have you have a son, correct? Yes. Does he like this? Yes. You know, is he going to be a future? Believe it or not, I, I I was actually shocked. You know, you, mm -hmm. the new generation, the the young people coming up, they they didn't they don't know Chevelles, uh, Impalas, C10s. That's mm -hmm. not their scene. They're mm -hmm. Ferrari, Lamborghinis, all yeah. the modern stuff. Yeah. So, I brought him around, and I'll ask him a hundred times. And a hundred times he'll say, "Dad, I want to ride the Chevelle versus the Lamborghini." Wow! Yeah, he will. He, That's awesome. Man. He actually doesn't even care for the Lamborghini. He's like, "Nah, that thing's uncomfortable, Dad. Let's ah. go into." He'll, he'll say, <laughs> "It Let's is. These are right. These yeah. are nice, comfortable yeah. cars." Yeah. Man. He goes, "I'll rather ride in your truck or in one of the classics than in." I'm yeah. like, "All right." Yeah. I, surprisingly, he he really enjoys the classics over over the the, the you know the. The, the the Lamborghini or any of the exotics, but he really enjoys it. So yeah. hopefully that's that's one thing I'm looking forward to. You know, hopefully right. when he gets to that age where he starts yeah. learning how, how to old drive, is he right now? he's nine. Nine. He's turning oh, yeah, ten. a little while then. He, yeah, he turns ten this uh, next month, and uh, I think here in about another two years, kind of start getting. Sure. Maybe out in the ranch and let him drive around in one okay. of the old trucks and start yeah. trying to learn. We'll how get him to... up on that golf cart. Yeah, get him a, <laughs> right. Well, I, I got him a golf cart. And I got him a. Uh, he rides the. I have a little. Uh, what is it? ATV that mm -hmm. he drives around in the ranch. So he's definitely like, oh, I'm ready for a car. I'm like, no, no, let's pump the brakes. Yeah, that's right. Pump the brakes. You're not ready for a car yet. That's exactly right. Yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, that's what. Uh, again, that's what this is all about. Is uh, yeah, exactly. To be able to. Yeah, you know? him enjoy it. He actually. Yeah be aware and know what yeah. what this is you know because yeah. a lot of them you'll ask them like what yeah. is that you know well i mean my biggest fear and you know i think a lot of people's are you know now the evs are kind of starting to get a little more modern or getting a little mm -hmm. bit better i'm worried this is going to be gone here yeah. in the next you know 15 20 years you know i think and, there's uh, there's a very small uh group of of the of the new generation the young and up-and-coming uh kids that actually still appreciate and enjoy this everyone is so about Oh, the new electric cars and the new right. this and the new that, uh, where this is, it's, it's going to be something that yeah. we're going to have to find a way to preserve yeah. because if not, it, it is going to become yeah. a thing of, what is that? Nobody's going to even recognize it anymore. Well, and I think if they're around it, if they're exposed to it, right? I think, I think if you're not exposed to it, you go, oh, that's just an old dinosaur car yeah. and they're always breaking down and this and that. But if you have something nice like this, you know. I mean, my garage in Pittsburgh is, is full of old cars, yeah. you know, and uh, Jen's daughter, Leah. She likes walking down there, and the, the best thing she says to me, she walks in, and she smells like the gasoline in the oil. She's like, oh, I love the way gasoline smells, which kind of scary. <laughs> You're like, uh... Because she's a little wild. I mean, the six years old telling me you like the way gas and oil smells, you know, out of the uh, old cars. And But uh, she likes speed. She likes the noise. You yeah, know? I that's mean, good. That's awesome. I think if they're exposed to it, I think it's a, a completely different deal than if right. someone who has never been in one, you know. Or been so. around it. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. I I agree 100%. You know, like I said, I remember. Um, it's funny that you said she enjoys that <laughs> gasoline smell. I I remember 
growing up, the big uh, box trucks going by. You, oh, yeah. You, you, you're almost standing there waiting for that smell to go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you just suck it all in. That's and you're right. like, that that smells good. Yeah. When I'm on, when I'm on frack locations, because I work in oil and gas, when I'm on frack locations and they kick those diesel pumps on. Yes. And now they got electric fleets where you yes. can't smell any of yeah. it. But the diesel, the old school diesel pumps, when they mm -hmm. kick them on, man, mm -hmm. that's, that's a good smell. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's pretty cliche to say, hey, you like the way diesel smells yeah. in the morning. But, <laughs> but, I mean, it does smell pretty good with coffee, you know what it I mean? Does. <laughs> a nice cup of coffee and some diesel. Yeah, that's exactly right. So, but yeah, man, this is great, man. This has been awesome. I appreciate um, it, man. No, yeah, man like I appreciate I said, you uh, letting us do here. I mean, uh, Larry. Larry's here with his truck. He's going to be next, but uh, yeah, no, I appreciate I... you letting us coming up here Thank and checking you, this and, car out, man. Uh, hopefully, maybe when uh, the Nova or something yeah. else gets done. Uh, the Nova or that truck, that brown truck you got over there. Man. Yeah, man. man that I thing got a is couple. Nice. I got. I have a, a few projects that I, I'm excited about that hopefully will come up here pretty soon. But yeah, we'll ha we'll have to do a, a round two maybe. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, uh, appreciate it, Jay. Thanks, on, man. Thank you so much for coming out, dude. This was uh, this was great, man. It was awesome. Give you a little uh, one of these. There you go, man. And, Cheers, guys. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. I hope you had as much fun as Doug and I did. Uh, if it didn't come through on the podcast, I'm sorry, but we did have a whole lot of fun over there uh, speaking with him about his Chevelle. Uh, if you want to find Dougie, uh, I got everything on the website, www.radridespodcast.com. Uh, you can see more pictures of the car, some detailed stuff. Uh, write a little editorial in there, similar to uh, the old school car magazines. Uh, and I have all his contact information on there as well. Um, if you have any questions for me or have any questions for Doug, if you don't want to ask him directly, uh, you can email the show. Uh, get on Instagram. Uh, find us on Instagram, rad, at Rad Rides Podcast. We got pictures up there as well, as, as well as some behind the scenes stuff. Maybe I'll uh, post up the video of us wrecking that uh, beautiful Nova. Uh, it is a really funny video. Uh, no one got hurt, fortunately, uh, except for the car and some pride. But uh, we had a great time. Thanks for listening to the podcast, and we'll catch you next time.